It's the Wax Midwest Farm Report podcast with Joe Welke, Kristen Smith, and me, Bob Bosold. Tuesday morning, five minutes before uh, five o'clock already here. The day's getting away, the shank of the day. Good morning. We've got chores to do on the farm show. Bob and Jill with you as we've got uh, about 47 degrees out there right now. And they report a little fog. I didn't see any in town. Jill, did you see any driving in? It was a little foggy on the way in. But not a problem. Not a problem. Didn't bother you from seeing animals? No, I saw my two raccoon. Did you? Same ones every day, huh? I don't know. Hopefully they uh, aren't too anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully they're not roadkill anyway. But uh, hey, the cool, we're 47 here. But it's, uh, well, 41 up in Medford, 37 in Black River Falls this morning. So cool down there in the coolies and uh, down in the lower areas. So, again, it's getting to be that time of the year. But it'll get 80 today and sunshine. So it'll be a nice day as we take a look at a lot of numbers. Crop report came out yesterday, the September crop production estimates. We'll catch up on that. The crop progress report. A lot of things on the calendar. They're going to be busy in Menominee this weekend. That National Horse Pull, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Both the uh, professional horse pullers with their shod horses and the the Midwest farmers pullers. They're the barefoot horses, but then some ponies. uh, We'll catch up on that a little later on. But, again, that's going on, plus a, a lot of other things are happening. So, again, we've got uh, a lot of chores to do this morning. We'll talk about, well, some help out there. If you're feeling like uh, your back's against the wall on the farm, before you do anything drastic or rash, we got some help out there. We're going to talk about that, where that help is. So, uh, you know, it's... Uh, can be tough with the expenses the way they are this year and trying to get parts in the fall harvest season frustration out there but uh, hang on it uh, we've got uh, some folks that can talk you through it 47 degrees about 80 and sunny we'll tell you more in a moment wax 104.5 and the midwest farm report Partly sunny, well, a lot of sun today, actually, high about 80. It should be another beautiful day out there. Man, oh man, did it rain. I was in southern Wisconsin this weekend, came home on Sunday, and uh, boy, until I got to about the Dells, it was raining, raining pretty good. Then it's kind of let up here, but boy, they got blasted, what, almost 10 inches down at Racine, Kenosha, that part of the state really got hit hard, so hopefully they're able to manage that. But uh, around here, nothing like that. But 80 and sun today, down to about 51 overnight, partly sunny tomorrow, 78. Then back into the 80s, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, maybe a chance of rain on, uh, oh, showers actually, on Friday and Saturday. But uh, temperatures remaining very warm as we continue our journey into september 47 degrees right now in the chippewa valley tuesday morning in wax we'll have some blues it'll be blue sky today with 80 degrees out there it's about a minute after five this is 104.5 fm waxx so claire how about some news nbc news radio i'm trey thomas The Justice Department is issuing dozens of subpoenas in an investigation into efforts to overturn the 2020 election by former President Trump and his allies. Mark Mayfield reports. The New York Times reports that the DOJ issued about 40 subpoenas over the past week seeking information on the actions of Trump and his associates related to the election and January the 6th attack on the Capitol. Trump advisors Boris Epstein and Mike Roman had their phones seized as evidence. 
Dan Scavino, a top White House aide throughout the Trump administration, was also subpoenaed. The DOJ also says it would accept one of former President Trump's proposed candidates to serve as an outside expert to review classified documents seized from Mar-a-Lago. Prosecutors in a court filing said they did not object to Raymond J. Deary serving as a special master, along with two previously proposed selections. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky says Ukrainian forces have recaptured large parts of Russia occupied territory. Forces have liberated about 2,300 square miles of territory to the east and south of the country since the beginning of the month. Zelensky praised Ukraine's advance in the northeast Kharkiv province. NASA is hoping once again to attempt the launch of its mega moon rocket, this time on September 27th. Over the weekend, the space agency replaced leaky fuel seals on the Artemis one space launch system. The fuel leak forced NASA to call off the launch of the 32-story rocket earlier this month. The launch is the first uncrewed test flight of the Artemis program that aims to return astronauts to the moon. You're listening to NBC News Radio. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Once again, don't forget your sunscreen today. 80 degrees and sunny, so if you're out chopping corn, whatever the case may be, if you're uh, not in a cab, might as well wear a hat, at least a good cap anyway, but 80 and sun today should be a beauty, down to 51 tonight, partly sunny again tomorrow, 78, Thursday partly sunny, 83, and it'll be in the low 80s Friday and Saturday, but there are chances of some showers, not real heavy rains, but showers around the area on both Friday and Saturday, and then Sunday back to partly sunny. And low 80s again, 46 in Rice Lake. The cold spot, or the cool spot, I should say, around our area right now is down at Black River Falls, 37 degrees. But again, 46 in Rice Lake, 41 in Medford, Wausau at 51, Marshfield 48, 50 in La Crosse. 57 in Green Bay, Madison, Sun Prairie, drying out, 58 degrees, Milwaukee, still getting a little light rain this morning. They're at 62, and it's a very comfortable 47 degrees here in the Chippewa Valley on this Tuesday morning. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. All business owners want the same thing, to make their business succeed. At Rural Mutual, they help that happen. As the third largest writer of commercial business in Wisconsin, they take the time to learn your business so they can properly protect you. Call your local agent today or visit RuralMutual.com. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Rural Mutual Insurance once again bringing us our markets. Lots of sale activity on a Monday. And Joe, what do some of those livestock numbers look like today? Choice fed beefsters are 135 to 156 with mixed at 111 to 134. Choice fed beef heifers are 135 to 154 with mixed at 90 to 134. Choice fed Holstein steers are 125 to 138. With select and silage fed steers, 110 to 124. Cows are 72 to 98. Bulls are 75 to 113. Butcher hogs are 75 to 110. With sows at 62 to 66. Boars are 18 to 26. 
New crop market lambs are 110 to 117 and a half, and feeder lambs are 140 to 245. And taking a look at the mercantile exchange, we had live cattle higher yesterday, but then feeder cattle and hogs were a little lower. October live cattle, 145.75, that was up 7. December, 151.35, that was up 37. February at 155.55, up 20, and April was actually unchanged at 159.02. October feeder cattle, 183.12 at the close, that's down 245. November, 184.80, down 202. January at 185.90, down a dollar and a half. And March feeder cattle, 188.35, down a dollar 12. Lean hog carcass contracts, October 91.87, down a dollar 30. December at 82.77, down 35. February at 87.20, down 22, and April hogs at $92 even. That was down 7 cents. Well, a USDA report we'll take a look at in a moment came out yesterday, and with the lowering of the size of the corn and bean crops, beans closed up 76 cents on the December contract yesterday. Corn was up 11. Wheat was down slightly, not much in that report to affect wheat. And overnight, December corn up a fraction at 696 a bushel this morning. The oats at 409. December wheat up nine at 868. November soybeans this morning, 11 cents higher overnight, 1499 a bushel. Soybean meal, October up 40 cents a ton at $440.20. Dairy markets also higher yesterday. Barrel cheese up five and a quarter to 198 and a half. Blocks up three and a half cents at one ninety five and a quarter. Butter holding in some record levels, holding steady yesterday, three dollars and seventeen cents a pound. September class three up a dime, nineteen eighty nine. October up seventy four, now over twenty one dollars at twenty one sixty seven. November up a half a dollar, over twenty two dollars at twenty two oh five. December also over twenty two dollars. 2207, that was up 49, and January up 31 at 2152 as those Class 3 prices higher out through August. we got some farm news, lots of calendar, lots going on around the area. About 10 minutes after 5, 47 degrees right now. We've got about 80 in sunshine today. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Lots of numbers to look at this morning. Crop production report, crop progress report. Lots of those things were uh, available to us, and we'll share those with you as we go along this morning. Right now, 11 minutes after 5. On a Tuesday morning, 47 degrees right now. We'll get 80 in sunshine today, and we've got some numbers to pass along. Lots of them, so get a pad and paper ready. Brought to you by Ag Country Farm Credit Services. Ag Country Farm Credit Services offers a wide range of fixed interest rate options to match each customer's needs. If future interest rates fall, customers can take advantage of our rate conversion options to capture opportunity. Discover the Ag Country Advantage that provides our customers long-term interest rate protection. To learn more about your options, contact your local Ag Country office today. Ag Country. Focused on ag, focused on you. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And once again, Ag Country Farm Credit Services bringing us our farm news this morning. They'll also be our sponsor this Saturday morning. We'll have the Auburndale FFA chapter on the air this Saturday morning. Mark Knoyer and his students will be over there a little later on finding out all the 
Good things going on in Auburndale, so we thank Ag Country Farm Credit Services for that. And, uh, Jill, as we said, lots of numbers to look at this morning. Get us started. Well, yesterday's USDA September Crop Production and World Agriculture Supply and Demand Report cut both corn and soybean production for this fall's crop. Corn output fell 415 million bushels from last month, down to 13.94 billion bushels on yields of 172.5 bushels an acre, 2.9 bushels less than the August estimates. The report also dropped planted acres by 1.2 million, down to 88.6 million. Economists also project the average corn price for the 2022-2023 marketing year will average $6.75 a bushel. The size of the soybean crop was cut by 153 million bushels, down to 4.38 billion bushels as yields were lowered by 1.4 bushels an acre, down to 50 and a half, and actual harvest acres down to 86.6 million. The expected average soybean price for the year is the same as earlier forecasted at $14.35. A bushel grain traders will put more credence in this report since most of the numbers are based on actual field observation of the crops. And we're going to look at the USDA has turned out the weekly crop progress report yesterday by dropping the condition of both the corn and soybean crops by about 1%. Corn is now rated 53% good to excellent as they reported 5% of the crop has been harvested with 95% of the crop still in the field and in the dough stage. 77% has dented and 25% is now mature. Kansas has the worst looking corn as it's rated just 22% good to excellent. Soybeans are now rated 56% good to excellent across the country with 97% of the plants setting pods and 22% are dropping leaves. And we'll get into our Wisconsin progress report as far as the crops, but uh, ours are looking good around the country compared to other places around the country. But again, it's it's tough in some places. It just didn't get rain, and uh, boy, I'll tell you, the rain that came over the weekend down in uh, eastern and southeastern Wisconsin, southern Wisconsin, Really, some gully washers down there. If you didn't hear that, would they have received well over nine, almost ten inches? So again, that is a lot of rain. But uh, they're they say they're handling it pretty well with the light drought. They look at the crop progress report in Wisconsin, which we will do here in just a few moments. They've got South Central Wisconsin reporting some very short moisture. Not anymore. because Mother Nature took care of that. We're 19 minutes after 5 o'clock here at Wax, and coming up, our Pam Yonke uh, had a chance to uh, visit with a gentleman named Dan Bauer, and, uh, you know, September is Farm Safety Month, but it's also National Suicide Prevention Month, and a lot of farmers are challenged, and unfortunately we've lost uh, farmers to that problem so uh there are places where you can get help and we'll hear what they are and where they are coming up next on wax 19 and a half here after five o'clock the first voice of agriculture in wisconsin for over 35 years wax 104.5 and the midwest farm report as we get into september and further into the fall we're taking a look at a lot of machinery use farm safety is so important 
Also, we're getting a look at uh, how good the crop is, what the expenses have been. A lot of pressure on farmers. Bob Bosel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. And while farm income is going to be up, expenses have been up horribly this year. And, Pam, that puts a lot of pressure on farmers for their farm businesses, but also their family and sometimes finding a place to turn to ask a question of uh, how to get along can be hard to find. Yeah, absolutely, Bob. And they are a proud bunch. They don't want to ask for help. They want to fix it themselves. And sometimes that just can't be. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And through the month of September, we want to draw awareness to it being National Suicide Prevention Month. And although these stories are just tragic, the upside is that there is a lot of resources out there for farmers and their families that are feeling that stress financially, emotionally, whatever form it comes in. I talked about it with Dan Bauer. He is a member of the Wisconsin Farm Center staff. Housed within the Wisconsin Department of Ag, Trade, and Consumer Protection, the Wisconsin Farm Center provides all kinds of resources for families. It's not just about mental health counseling. It may also be about transitioning that farm to the next generation. Maybe it's milk quality issues. Maybe it's trying to find new financial resources. Whatever it is, they're there to help. So I talked with Dan about that resource and how farmers and their families have been turning to it more. We've actually finished our full our, our third full year of operating this program so it's really hard to believe and I think where I'd like to start is um, with the counseling voucher program mm-hmm. and this program it's easy to forget this program actually started in 2005 so it has been available to some extent for about 15 years but what has changed over time is consistent funding in the earlier days it was funded yeah infrequently um, you know it was difficult to know how much funding would be there and we've had stable funding now for about three years. And looking at last fiscal year, um, we redeemed 157 counseling vouchers. So those are 157 one-hour sessions that farmers took with a licensed counselor in our uh, counseling provider network. Now that is down about 10% as compared to last year. However, I think the key point, though, is that's only the second time in the program's 15-plus year history that we've been over 150 redeemed. And if you look out even a little further, that was only the third time in that 15-year history that we've only ever been over 100. So what I would say is despite that year-over-year drop in redemptions, it is clear to us that the program's maintaining momentum and that it's solidifying itself as being of utmost value to farmers. And I think what you can look at a little bit is is just momentum. And so if you look at the first half of last fiscal year, we redeemed 62 vouchers. However, in the second half of last fiscal year, we redeemed 95. So that's a 50% increase when you're looking at the first half of the year compared to the second half of the year. And we are estimating a redemption rate of nearly 80% on issued vouchers. And that would be an all-time high. Uh, that's only the second time in program history when that metric surpassed 75%. And I think that's a perfect example of, of us reducing the stigma of mental health services in the farming community. What that's showing, Pam, is if we issue five vouchers, four out of five times a farmer is actually using that voucher and making sure that they receive those mental health support services that are being made available to them. And so I think that's a huge thing. Farmers are more aware of these services. They're more comfortable. And and they are more times than not um, actually receiving the service when it's made available to them.
That is a wonderful story to tell. You know, and again, like we said, folks, uh, through the month of September, it's all about suicide prevention. That's the theme you're going to hear. But like I mentioned to Dan at the outset, we also want to help share the story about the fact that resources are being used. Sometimes you hear about toll-free numbers or uh, websites or something like that. But how many people are using them? And the Farmer Wellness Program is not just about the mental health vouchers, Dan. Yeah, and I'm glad you brought that up. So in the last three years, we've launched a couple additional services. Um, one service we offer is telecounseling. And we believe the big benefit in telecounseling is a farmer can receive uh, counseling and counseling advice from the comfort of their own home. And that uh, service has continued to be in demand. So that uh, service is up 5% this fiscal year over last fiscal year. Um, we had 56 telecounseling sessions prior fiscal year and 59 uh, new sessions here this current fiscal year. And I think you've mentioned it a couple times. Um, one of the things that we think is so very important that we make available to farmers and really any citizen is 24-7 help. And so we launched our 24-7 Farmer Wellness Helpline. And this service has seen really outstanding growth. Uh, prior fiscal year, um, we had 167 calls to that line. And last fiscal year, we were at 255. And so that's a 52% year-over-year increase. And so that's um, you know big growth in that service. Again, kind of uh, affirming with us that there is demand, there is a need, and farmers are taking advantage of it. Well, one of the reasons why I also like that is... There was some concern by many of us that support these services. What do you do at midnight? What if you're having a crisis at midnight? Well, now, through the partnership with, I believe, Iowa, we have that 24-7, always a voice on the other end of the phone. And I think just recognizing that as an element that was missing is a good thing. Yeah, and that team has been fabulous partners. They've been just great to work with. We've been doing that about a year, and they'll take calls any day of the week, any hour of night, and they'll talk to somebody. And what they're going to do is they're going to let you know, hey, help is out there. And we're in constant communication with that team, so maybe they just need somebody to talk to in the moment, and it ends there. But maybe they actually need more financial advice, more transition planning advice. And in those cases, we actually get a referral back from that team, and then my team will reach out back to the caller, typically within 24 hours. So it's been really smooth, um, really seamless, knock on wood. Um, we've been really happy with how that partnership has been going. Hey, how is your team doing? You know, I always want to remind people that it can be strainful on the staff trying to provide these services. You hear the stories, you can't help but kind of get engaged in the process. How is the staff at Department of Ag, or even, like you said, those partners, how are you doing providing that kind of service? Yeah, we're doing well. You know, um, we very much enjoy our work, and we're passionate about our clients. And so that's, you know, the most important thing. And I think people on our team get a lot of satisfaction of helping any way they can. And it can be stressful, like you were pointing out. You know, it certainly can be stressful. It can be challenging. But the thing that we try to really emphasize on our team is teamwork. We're in it together. We work with each other. Um, we work with other partners like the team at Iowa, like UW Extension, um, like all the public universities here in the state. You know, to me, I, I try to emphasize we're a farming community and, and we're only going to be as strong as the collective knowledge and expertise and willingness to help of that whole community. So, you know, I think when it's tough times for a farmer, tough times for one of our team member. You know, I think it's key that we, we band together, we work together, and we just strive for the best outcomes possible. And again, that's Dan Bauer down there with the uh, Hotline Call Center. 
at the Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection. You're not alone out there. If you're feeling down and out on the farm, you're not alone. There is help in your own community. But, again, at the Department of Ag, those people are are familiar with what's going on financially in agriculture or socially in agriculture. Dan Bauer leads that group down there. So, again, if you want to talk to somebody, you know, you're not in this all by yourself. So don't think that you are. 5.30 5.30 in the morning. We've got some markets to get to. Rocky's going to join us from Premier Livestock in Withy. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. All right. We've got uh, some market information to get to. Rocky Olson is with us and up and at him over there at uh, Premier Livestock in Withy. Had to get up and close the windows a little bit tonight, huh? Yeah. Yeah, we got 44 here this morning. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, that's in beautiful downtown Lublin. Yep. Did you get much suburbs. Rain? I'm in the suburbs, Bob. Well, that's true. You're in the suburbs of Lublin. <laughs> did, you, did you get much of that rain over the weekend, like they got down in Milwaukee and down that area, eastern Well, uh, we, didn't, we didn't get crazy amounts, but we got enough on uh, Saturday. Yeah, so. boy, they got about 10 inches down around Racine. They got wow. way too much. But huh. it, it didn't wash things out at the sale barn. We're on Tuesday already. How'd it go yesterday? Thank you, Bob. Good morning, everyone. This is uh, yesterday's auction shaped up here at Premier Livestock. We had another busy day uh, selling over a thousand head of livestock. Uh, high choice and prime Holstein steers, uh, 132 to 145, a little stronger there. Uh, select and low choice Holsteins, 121 to 131. Your choice beef steers and heifers, 135 to 148. Uh, market cows just a tick stronger. High yielding cows from 83 to 95. Other cows from 68 to 82. Uh, Market bulls high yielding from 95 to 114, lower yielding 94 and down. Organic market cows sold every Monday. Uh, the high yielding cows from 91 to 125, lower yielding 90 and down. Newborn Holstein bull calves strong market yesterday, um, selling over 600 newborn calves, uh, mostly from 75 to 185 on the Holsteins. Your beef calves also stronger from 150 to 415. Holstein heifer calves 10 to 50. Uh, today, Tuesday, we'll sell feeder cattle first at 11. Uh, got a nicer run of feeder cattle. Next week will be the special sale. Uh, market cattle and calves tomorrow, Wednesday. Um, hay auction at 9.30. Dairy cattle auction at 11 o'clock tomorrow. We got two complete herd dispersals. Uh, herd number one, we got 120 Holstein and Jersey Holstein cross parlor freestall cows. Uh, nice herd of cows there, averaging 75 pounds, 2X milking. They'll sell on test. Herd number two, we got 60 Holstein uh, cows. Going to be a few crossbreds in there. 65 pound average, 170 on the sell count. Uh, they're going to be a long time AI herd. They're going to be stanching cows outside daily also accustomed to free stalls um that's coming from elliott suda out of greenwood wisconsin many other reputation loads of fresh cows many loads of registered holsteins including a load from todd stanick we also got a top load of crossbreds averaging over 90 pounds of milk with a four six fat their parlor free stall full listing online at premier livestock and auctions.com uh questions give us a call at premier 715-229-2500 uh, like i said next week tuesday will be a special feeder cattle sale we got two big herds of beef cows. Uh, if you're looking for the better quality kind of bread cows, we're going to have them for next Tuesday and a big run of feeder cattle. Call in those consignments. Also, November 18th will be our upcoming uh, machinery auction, and we are accepting consignments now. And, uh, Bob, that's the way it shaped up yesterday. <laughs> you got everything out of the lot from this last one here a couple, three weeks ago? 
We we still have plenty there. So if you got <laughs> if you got equipment at your place and we haven't called you and rattled your cage a little bit, come on over and get it. <laughs> Otherwise, we're probably going to list it for our next sale. I was going to so. say you might be able to double dip on some of that stuff. There you go. Nothing wrong with that. We're <laughs> going to call it a warning. There you go. Thanks, Rocky. Thank you. All right, Rocky Olson over there, Premier Livestock in the Withy area. Well, Mother Nature's going to give us a nice one today. What about going forward? Let's find out as we look at our weather on wax. Mike Dandry is over at Skywarn 13. Morning, Mike. Put your headset on, Mike. I hear him rattling around over there. I just sprinted in here from the patio. Oh, did you really? Okay. <laughs> we can tell you're in shape because if I'd have done that, I'd have to take about 30 seconds and just breathe, catch my breath. Yeah, that was uh, one of those things. I, I went, I just finished on the patio, and then I looked at our camera op out there, and I was like, does that say 534? And he said, yep. Uh-oh. And I'm like, oh, I got a sprint. I'll be, I'll see you later. <laughs> All right. Well, we won't hold you up too much longer, but uh, we do want to find out about our weather because this looks like a another really nice week. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like a broken record, you know, saying that every week. But uh, for today, starting off with a little bit of fog, and we may have actually a little bit of haze work its way in with some of those uh, wildfires out to the west as well. Some of that may stick around for uh, the evening as well. And unfortunately, you know, with those wildfires out to the west, it will actually make for a decent sunrise and sunset towards our neck of the woods. But temperatures today mostly getting into the upper 70s and some low 80s. Now, we may start off tomorrow with a little bit of patchy fog, but otherwise mostly sunny again, mostly into the mid to upper 70s. But Thursday, we'll start to see a noticeable change in our humidity, partly sunny, so more clouds start to roll in and uh, low 80s on tap. Then Friday and Saturday both bring us chances for a few showers and even some thunderstorms as well, still holding on to the upper 70s and low 80s. Then by Sunday, mostly uh, most of that sh- most of those showers, excuse me, I'm still a little out of breath trying to catch my breath as I'm talking. Uh, most of those uh, showers will uh, move on out with temperatures into the mid to upper 70s. And by Monday, mostly sunny, a little bit humid, and temperatures into the upper 70s. But right now we have a chilly start to the morning. Couple clouds and a temperature of forty nine degrees in Eau Claire. And Black River Falls, what they were down in the thirties earlier this maybe still are. Thirty seven degrees. It is chilly that way. Oh, I guess it is. Thanks, Mike. Absolutely, Bob, you have a good one. You too, Mike Dandry over there at Skywarn thirteen looking at the weather on wax. We'll get Morgan for some news next. For those who work in acres, not in hours. Wax one oh four point five and the Midwest Farm Report. 22 minutes before 6 o'clock here at Wax. Again, we're low, mid-40s as we get up to about 80 today. It should be nice. Let's go to the newsroom and check in with Morgan McCarthy this morning. You still excited about 80-degree temperatures? I don't think we can ever take them for granted this time of year. (laughs) No, not at all. Every time we get one of those, it feels like it might be the last one. So you have to embrace it and get out there with short sleeves and bare feet, right? Oh, that is for sure. Get them in the dirt while we can. (laughs) You bet. Oh, yeah, it's a shame we're back in school because what a beautiful day to be at the beach or the pool, 80 degrees in sunshine. You know, my daughter said the same thing. I said, get your butt out of bed and get ready for the bus. (laughs) Oh, unfortunately, the reality sets in. What's going on? Well, we'll start with headlines that keep us in our area. Good morning. Here's what we're learning today. It was a gavel drop and we go to the courts and know now that it's life in prison without parole for a man accused of killing a missing Clark County woman. A judge yesterday sentenced Jesus Perez to life in prison without the possibility of parole for Cassandra 
Ayan's death. Investigators say he killed her in October of 2020. She's never been seen since, though her body hasn't been found. A jury convicted Perez of her death in June. Looking at other headlines across the state, we go to the scrubs where Governor Tony Evers got involved over the weekend in a labor dispute between UW Health nurses and management. I just made an offer to come to the residence, sit down together, and uh, my message was quite clear that people in Wisconsin expect everybody to work together for the best of everyone, and no one wants to strike. And we have a walkout that's been averted. Both nurses and management will need to wait for an analysis from State Employment Relations Commission to show whether the health system must recognize SEIU Wisconsin as the nurses union. Now, this is all playing out in our state. But remember, across the border in Minnesota, 15,000 nurses launched a three-day strike on Monday. And we look across to other headlines, and that takes us to the core. We should learn more about what election clerks will be able to do with ballots by the end of the day. There's both a court hearing and a Wisconsin Elections Commission hearing on ballot curing today. Now, that's when election managers, uh, or, or that's what election managers call it, when a clerk can add missing information to a ballot. The Wisconsin Elections Commission will meet this afternoon to talk about new guidance for clerks on just what they can and can't do. A judge in Waukesha has a hearing set later this morning in that case that focuses on ballot changes. And they'll be busy around the meeting table in Chippewa talking about some schedules. Not uh, quite as nice as the one our own beloved Bob Bolsold has, but with 715 Newsroom coverage, John DeMaster talked to us about those half-day Fridays. The county board votes tonight on a plan to close the courthouse at 1130 on Fridays as a new way to make county workers happy. County Administrator Randy Soule says they can't afford to give workers raises, so a half-day off is the next best idea. If approved, the new schedule goes into effect in January. I'm John DeMaster. Well, no half days in the barn. You know that, Gerald. More like days and a half. It's uh, more hours packed into 24 than the clock says. We send it back to the barn with Bob Jill and the Midwest Farm Show on Wax 104.5. Our vaunted Midwest work ethic is uh, kind of going away. It doesn't seem like those uh, bibs need as many patches as they used to <laughs> when, uh, when we wore them, right? Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Morgan. Anytime, Bob. Morgan McCarthy in the newsroom this morning. We're 19 minutes away from 6 o'clock, and we're going to find out what our crop in Wisconsin looks like. We'll get that update in a moment. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 17 minutes to 6 o'clock. And Jill, how good do those crops in Wisconsin look? Well, you'll be finding the best-looking soybeans in the country as they're rated 77% good to excellent this week as 44% of our beans are now turning color. Our corn crop is rated 78% good to excellent this week as 92% of the corn is in the dough stage. 63% has reached the dense stage, and 10% is now reached maturity. State farmers have also chopped 8% of their corn silage, about a week behind normal progress. As for other crops, the oat harvest is now 94% finished, with 36% of the fall potatoes also harvested, as both of those crops are rated at over 90% good to excellent. Farmers have also put up 70% of their fourth hay crop about a week ahead of average thanks to the beautiful haying weather of the past couple weeks. Topsoil moisture across the state is also in good shape with a rating of 88% adequate to surplus, 11% short, and just 1% very short. But that does include parts of northwest and north-central Wisconsin. And parts of south-central Wisconsin, but that's before these huge rains down in that part of the state 
this weekend. So I would imagine that very short, even short moisture levels down that way are going to be gone. But we won't have that report till uh, next Monday. All right, we've got a beautiful day in store for us, 80 degrees and sun. Hey, there's a lot going on. We've still got beautiful weather for outdoor activities, and they'll be happening. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 49 degrees and 80 today. A lot of 80s ahead of us over the weekend and the next week. So that means we've still got a lot of outdoor activities going on. And Jill, give us an idea of some of those. Well, this week, the Wisconsin Women in Conservation is launching a series of Harvester Conservation Potential Learning Circles. And the first event is this Wednesday on September 14th from 1 to 5 p.m. at Twin Bluff Farms in Stockholm. So if you're looking for more information on that, just Google Wisconsin Women in Conservation and they'll have all the information you need. Soil Conservation Field Chat is happening on Thursday, the 15th, September 15th from 6 to 7 p.m. at the Barron County Demo Plot in Cameron. And there's a ribbon cutting and grand opening for a new location for Tractors for Autism and Disabilities in Loyal on Thursday, September 15th at 5 p.m. All right, and uh, we'll hear more about that because uh, we have a conversation with those folks. And also coming up this weekend in Menominee, it's the National Horse Bowl Friday, Saturday, horse and pony pull, I should say. And that'll be Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. That's a big one and there'll be a lot of horses a lot of ponies and uh, a lot of folks from all over the country or at least all over the midwest that will be here for that that's always a big event over in menominee at the fairgrounds dunn county rec park so again uh, that's friday saturday and sunday jill let's go to the markets where do we want to start let's head on down to sparta equity and hear from hut eman Fed cattle selling steady today with the high yielding choice beef steers and heifers 143 to 150. The choice and select beef steers and heifers 132 to 142. The dairy cross steers 128 to 142. The high yielding choice Holstein steers 134 to 141. The choice and select Holstein steers 123 to 133 with the unfinished steers, heifers, and heavy steers 122 and down. Cow market steady with the high yielding cows 85 to 95 with the top of 101. The cutters and utilities 69 to 84 with low yielding and canner cows. 68 and down. Organic market today with results from the September 12th auction with a lower market with most organic cows bringing 98 to 113 with the thin and small organic cows 77 to 97 with the organic steers and heifers 115 to 125. Bull market steady with most bulls bringing 87 to 102 with the thin full and bulls over a ton discounted at 86 and down. Calves today sold by the pound with a steady market with 80% of the Holstein bull calves bringing 80 to 150. The quality Holstein heifer calves 30 cents to a dollar. The quality beef calves 220 to 370. The light and poor quality calves 10 to 60 cents per pound. Just a reminder, our next sale will be Wednesday, September 14th, starting at 10 a.m. with fed cattle followed by bulls, cows, and calves. This is Hot Aim to Equity Livestock in Sparta with this marketing update, and we thank you for your business. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Hey, it's 10 minutes to 6. We've got more markets to get to. Let's get to the Equity Stratford sale barn. Jerry Fitzgerald is with us. Good morning, Jerry. Well, 80 degrees in sunshine. You going to get something done today? Well, Bob, and a good morning to you. Well, yeah, last week we were busy uh, making 
and he ain't doing a lot of other stuff, so I got to get out and mow my hay field out here pretty soon or have to <laughs> something, you know. Yeah, I got to do the same thing, but it should be a beautiful day. But uh, in the meantime, we better find out uh, Tuesday what happened on Monday over there at Stratford. I'll tell the folks about uh, Bob, thank you very much, and a very good morning to everyone. And we are back uh, on a full sale schedule here this week at Stratford, and of course, did start on the Monday auction yesterday. And on the cow-cow market yesterday, a steady trend as compared to last week. With the high-yielding whole EMR-fed cows and good quality high-yielding beef cows on yesterday's auction. And they were selling from 77 up to a top of 93. Uh, most of the cows in yesterday's auction selling between 57 and 77. Thinner cows like carcass cows below 55. On the bull trade to open up the week, better quality bulls are selling from 93 to 110. Lighter bulls 90 and below. Uh, most of the fed cattle here at Stratford will be sold tomorrow, so we'll have an update on that a little bit later on in the week. Uh, a lot of calves yesterday, a big run of calves at the sale barn yesterday, and the good quality Holstein bull calves, a little bit stronger market compared to last week, and the 90, 230-pound good quality bull calves, and they're selling from 75 to 185 with a top at 190. Uh, fairly limited demand on those heifer calves, 40 and below. Very strong on the beef calves yesterday. 175 to 375, topping at $400 on the Black Angus calves. And uh, Tuesday here today at Stratford, we had a busy day on tap here. First of all, we're going to get started this morning uh, at uh, 10 o'clock with the hay and bedding auction. Got a, uh, Again, we got a good selection here for you folks. If you're looking for small squares, we've got a consignment of small squares of third crop, small squares of straw, uh, large, large square bales of hay, also and round bales. So nice selection of hay and straw. That'll be at 10 o'clock. 11 o'clock this morning, we will be selling organic market cows, followed by the conventional market cows. Also today, uh, feeder pig auction. We do have feeder pigs available. If you folks are looking for feeder pigs here, uh, getting those ready for uh, uh, winter butchering. So that'll be all today here at Stratford. Tomorrow, sale does start at 10. Full marketing day here tomorrow at Stratford, including the feeder cattle sale, which will be a noon time start. So again, Bob, that's what we have this morning. I'll turn it back to you again, uh, we are, uh, like you said, you had uh, western part of the state was pretty sunny yesterday, but we didn't really see the sun until later on. So, uh, but it's probably going to be a bit before uh, much field work this week because some of the some of the areas around here, especially with the heavy soil, you know, got upwards of two inches. So, yep, that'll that'll stop them for a while, that's for sure. But uh, it won't be long, and they'll be getting going again. And also, if we're for us, uh, baseball fans, well, I guess the Brewers the next. Uh, Seven eight games will decide what's going on because they got the Cardinals, the Mets, and the Yankees. <laughs> I know it. I know. Well, I'm going back to watch the Brewers because uh, the Packers and the Badgers football teams didn't give me much excitement over the weekend, but uh, maybe the Brewers will. Hey, you have a good one. We'll talk to you in the morning. You bet. You guys have a nice day, and thank you. There he goes, Jerry Fitzgerald at the Equity Stratford Sale Barn. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And Synergy Co-op at Ridgeland bringing us our markets this morning. Board of Trade yesterday with that report from the USDA. Beans closed 76 cents higher on the November contract. Corn up 11 cents for December and wheat not much effect. And overnight, December corn up a fraction at 696. The oats down a fraction at 409 a bushel. December wheat up nine at 868. And November soybeans up 11 cents more yesterday overnight, sitting on the November contract at 1499 a bushel this morning. Soybean meal up 40 cents a ton at $440.20. Country elevator prices today.
Wheat and grain Chippewa Falls and Connorsville location. Corn's at six sixty two with soybeans at fourteen thirty four. Doomer's grain of Holman. Corn is at six seventy one with soybeans at fourteen seventy two. On the DTN screen, corn today golden plump six forty seven a bushel. Baldwin six thirty seven. Soybeans fourteen twenty two. Corn at Duran six twenty seven. Beans fourteen twelve. At Mondovi six thirty two on the corn fourteen twenty two on the beans. Elmwood is at six thirty seven and fourteen twenty seven. Fall Creek six twenty two on the corn thirteen ninety seven on the beans. Osseo corn is six forty two. Beans fourteen twenty seven out at Elk Mound six fifty seven on the corn fourteen thirty on the beans Sparta six seventy eight and fourteen forty four Ellsworth corn is at six seventeen soybeans thirteen ninety seven at the ethanol plants Boyceville the corn is six eighty two Stanley six forty six New Richmond grain facility six forty four barrel cheese up five and a quarter yesterday a dollar ninety eight and a half the blocks up three and a half at one ninety five and a quarter and butter in record territory unchanged yesterday three seventeen a pound September class three up a diamond nineteen eighty nine October up seventy four at twenty one sixty seven November over twenty two dollars at twenty two oh five that was up a half a dollar December over twenty two dollars at twenty two oh seven up forty nine cents January up 31 at 21.52 as prices were higher through August. 49 degrees right now. We're looking for sunshine and 80 degrees around our area. Where else would you want to be than right here in our area? You've been listening to the Midwest Farm Report. Available at WaxRadio.com in its entirety every day. Brought to you in part by Bluff Country Feed and Seed and Montovi. And the Chilson family of Ram dealerships, Chippewa Falls and Kadok. On-demand content at WaxRadio.com.